What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bisson. I have been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years and have read for thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, I invite clients back to share their recordings. As we flash back, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions and, in their own words, share some heartwarming stories, a few inspiring outcomes, and some unbelievable accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself. Something in the air, always something in the air. In this episode, we connect with lovely Lisa as she shares with us a reading from 2018 that had some pretty profound predictions for her and her family. Lisa is a chocolate executive by day and a singer in a rock band by night. She's chatty and friendly and always packing her sense of humor and a big bag of chocolate bar she keeps dropping off at my house every time she sees me. She's got to stop that. (laughs) I have read for her a few times over the last decade, both individual readings and even a couple of group seances at her place. On a side note, she has lived in the same place for 25 years and only recently has had some fascinating paranormal images showing up on her motion cameras, hence the seance. Definitely more to come for future episodes on that note. But in today's episode, she shares with us a 2018 recording in which predictions were made regarding her two sons and her reflection on a particular message that kept coming through from a very insistent deceased uncle. She also shares some insight to other forecasts made in previous readings over the last two years that she was amazed actually came to pass. And we're going to get to hear all about these predictions right after this. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson. Hi, Lisa, and welcome back. Thank you for joining us today. You're here to tell us about some pretty crazy stuff that has come up in your readings. And, you know, we have had a bit of a history and have done different types of readings together, and which we will definitely get to talk about. But I want to start with, how did we meet? How did you actually find me as a psychic? How did that happen? Well, I like to say it was at least 10 years ago. 
And a girlfriend of mine had heard about you. And I can't remember how. I should find that out. But I think it was just word of mouth at that point. And you had opened up a shop. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Way back when. <laughs> yeah, so she made us appointment. It was a fun thing to do. And ever since then, I've been coming to see you at least once a year. Sometimes it was once every two years. But, you know, I would come like every few months if I could. But... <laughs> yeah, we don't allow that. Well, thank you. And way back when with my original shop, and I have to say that shop came up as it was actually a vision. And originally, in my mind, I could see this brick building. It used to be this beautiful brick building with arch windows and gargoyle lampposts, which were fantastic on the river. And in my mind, when I spirit said, you're opening a shop and you have 30 days, that's what it said to me. I was thinking Kenora because on the waterfront, they have those old buildings. And I was like, you mean Kenora? Because that's what I think I keep seeing. I was stuck at the light and I at that corner where my first shop was. I looked over and there was the building. I'm like, OMG, 24 hours. I had a date with the lease people. I had it signed off. I was like, I was supposed to be there So. It was pretty magical. And thank you. And um, referral is literally how it works. I mean, being a psychic picks you. You can't, you can't, you can try to advertise, but eh, it picks you. And I think always that's the best. And so thank you to your girlfriend and thank you to you for picking me as your psychic. It was fate that day because she said, let's go. And I said, I'm in. And it was great. Yeah. Well, thank you. Now let's get into it. So we're going to, you gave me a recording from one of our readings. Now we're not going over a 10 year history. I mean, we could do a few shows I'm sure, but we're going to go over the, one of the most recent ones that I've had with you aside from a seance we did. And we had done this incredible seance, which I think is going to be another show. I think because it literally was a two hour recording that we had on the video that took me forever to get on my computer. (laughs) But now that it's there, I'm like, I think we should do a show on this and we will, but we're going to go back to a reading you had. Now, when was this reading? This reading was in 2018, I believe. Oh, so pre-pandemic times. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in this reading, we had gone back. Now, I was at the Wolseley Purple House reading. Oh, that magical purple Mm -hmm. perfumery house. Mm -hmm. (laughs) La Perfumerie, very magical if you like potions as scents and using scent as a protector or as you can create your own perfumes there it's a pretty cool place yeah. we met there for your reading and you gave me some points let's start at the top so I think the very first piece that came up we had talked about a recent passing of an aunt's husband yeah now tell me about that well the first thing you said when you were getting ready is you were just setting your phone And you went, you know what, someone's here already. Like someone is telling me, put down that phone and concentrate. And he was very pushy. And you said, do you know anyone that recently passed? And I said, no, because at the time it was like maybe six months since my aunt's husband, my uncle, I guess, (laughs) had passed. And it kind of came to me after you kept on saying that, no, 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 there is someone that recently passed it. You know, it's a male and... And he's nattering in my ear. And you said, he will not like stop. He has to get messages through. And then when it finally dawned on me, that's Ed. So, and he was saying a P name. He, you kept on saying a P. What starts with P? Is this person starts with P? And, I, and then we figured out it was Ed. But then um, it, you, we went ahead with the reading and you kept on coming back to that piece, the letter P. Anyway, and then I 
kind of said, well, you talked about my parents. And I said, oh, yeah, they're planning a trip to Poland with my aunt. My aunt is going to take them, uh, you know, aunt's wife. So he went, that's the piece. So we figured it out. And then you went from there talking about how Ed's going to be with them on the trip. And he wanted them to know that. Is there a pot or a Paul? I feel like I'm supposed to talk about a man with a P name. And, you know, I know you mentioned his wife, Jean, and that's lovely. But I almost feel like I might be actually talking about a place. Like, have you been down to Minneapolis or St. Paul's or? God, it's a P. It just keeps coming up. I can tell you where I know someone's going. What's that? Poland. Who's going to Poland? My mom, my dad, my auntie Uh, Jane. That's why. Oh, the place. That's why. I don't understand. Okay. Perfect. Ed's going with them. Ed's going with them. I'm telling you, he's just like, he's like almost insistent. And Ed gave quite a few startling remarks, like some insight into... Something very specific about a van. Yes. So tell us about that. Well, you had mentioned that he was very concerned with a van that they had, and he didn't want anyone in the family driving it. Okay. He doesn't like her driving. Okay. He's worried about her, and uh, he keeps mentioning, like, um, a van, a minivan, or a... Like, a, 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 I would see in my mind's eye, like, a burgundy-colored minivan. I don't know why we're, like, just this minivan. You know, I see my aunt maybe a few times a year. We're not that close. And usually she'll pop into my mom and dad's. And I thought she had a car. I was pretty sure. Ed went on about how he, you know, loved her and missed was concerned about her. And she has to go to the doctor, check her health. Like, very concerned and very loving. And he wanted to get that across. So the next day... I phoned my aunt, and uh, I just said to her that I was with you, and she's very open-minded, so she was happy about that. I said, and guess who came through? Um, And I have to say, we were laughing about it, but I said, okay, Ed. Uh, You know, I think three-quarters of the time, it was Ed right in there. Yeah. (laughs) Getting all this stuff, you know. So we were laughing about that, and I said to uh, my aunt, I said, well, yes, but he had a few things. First, he wanted to say that he loves you very much and misses you. And, you know, he misses everyone. But he also mentioned about a van. Would you happen to have a van? I don't think you ever had a van. And she said, oh, yeah, we have a van. It's parked in the back. And right away, I'm sitting in the car because I was talking to her. And I went, oh. And I said, Auntie Jean, what color is it? And she said, yeah, it's a burgundy kind of color. And I went, oh. And then I knew it just validated everything that that was Ed coming through. You were like right on the money. Sent chills at me when she said that. And I said, well, don't drive it. Because <laughs> whenever he said he didn't want anyone driving it. And she says, yeah, we're thinking about selling it. or Yeah, and I said, well, he would be happy with that because he doesn't want to drive in it for some reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, dead people can be pretty bushy. And sometimes when people come into readings, they're sometimes surprised by who does come through. They're like, why would, you know, Uncle Ed be coming through to tell me this crazy message? It's because they want you to see something right in front of you. Like you might be talking to the auntie, there might be plans, there might be things that'll be coming up. That is the only reason they just show up randomly. Yeah. That is it. Otherwise, there's legions of dead people. I mean, you have an ancestry that's seven, at least seven generations, right? And so there's lots of dead people. Not all of them have to show up. Mm -hmm. Some of them may not even be on this plane any longer, which is another discussion. But 
Yeah. And so when they show up and they're insistent in a reading, I'm like, okay, look, I know. Okay. I'll tell her, I'll tell her. Yeah. I'll tell her. <laughs> yeah. So this is what I started doing is I started really focusing and trying to write down what they want me to say before you show up. Mm-hmm. Because I find that, oh man, I have this whole journal full of things that, that people are telling me to tell people when they show up that I'm like, oh my gosh, it's totally what they, so I discovered the only reason dead people show up is for the living. That's it. They want you like signposts to say, I am here. Mm -hmm. These things are around. I want you to see them. And when they happen, no, I'm present. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Right. Like I know in this reading, we also went on to talk about, because we're still on family to talk about your sons, the one son very particularly in his education and his direction. Tell us about that. (laughs) This is funny because my older son who was, he was 21 at the time you said oh I see transcripts I see you know your older one he's going to be going back to school and I kind of laughed to myself I'm going yeah right right Bernie uh that's probably not going to happen and I remember saying that to you uh well maybe but I highly doubt it because he just didn't know what he wanted to do and it was just we talked about school and uh you know I didn't know and there was no way I saw him going back to school didn't even know what he was interested in. He was at that stage, you know. This is what the other thing I was supposed to tell you. There's transcripts all around you. All around you. Transcripts, transcripts, transcripts. I'm supposed to tell you that. Like transcripts, like records or marks or education or like the transcript, like matrixy to me. They don't oh. look just writing. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a young adultish kid around mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Are they going to college? Not really. Okay. Wavering. Uh, they will. They'll need transcripts, I'm telling you. You'll have to get mm. transcripts together. It's all around you. And then I see all these papers and transcripts and applications is what I keep okay. seeing. Anyway, so I wrote it down. And, you know, when I was thinking to myself, okay, well, little off here. <laughs> Bernice is never off. But anyway, I, yeah, I wrote it down. And sure enough, you said I see transcripts all around you. You're going to be getting them something. You're getting them for him, something like that. And I didn't say a word. I didn't come march home and say, you know, Bernice told me that. I didn't say anything Mm -hmm. because I'm not going to force the issue. We talked about it. Anyway, he comes to me. I think I want to take this uh, commerce sales and, you know, marketing thing at Ritterford. And I said, oh, I said, okay. You know, he found out everything about it. And he says, but it says here that I need transcripts. And it just, you know, <laughs> my memory went, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was like, of course, it was last minute, everything. So I went, he was at work. I said, all right. Seeing that I'm a sales rep, I'm out in a boat. And I said, I will phone, find out how to do it, whatever. So sure enough, got a connection with this really nice lady, got them like quickly the next day. And yeah, and there was transcripts all around. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And he did complete and that he course. Did. Oh, he went. That's so wonderful. And he did it. Yeah. So, and I would have never thought. Well, yeah. you know, again, spirit wants us to know things in those moments, a signpost that they see it, that they hear us, that you're not left afloat in the abyss. And I, that's the beauty of readings is that they can give you touchstones to realize you're not in the afloat in the abyss and that spirit hears you yeah. and they'll deliver messages through dead uncle Ed or they'll deliver it through a good tea leaf reading, you know? Yeah. They, they pick their medium. I don't understand, but that's how they do it. Yeah. They, they pick their language, and they pick the medium, and that's what they're going to deliver. And so I feel like that's how it works, you mm-hmm. know? That's why you have to pick me. I can't pick you. Yes. yes. It's because your dead people would have picked me. 
right? Because mm-hmm. otherwise, why am I, you know, reading you, yeah. <laughs> right? If they're not, you know, showing up. Now, to go back to your kids, because there was something else about your kid too, your other mm-hmm. kid. And this was a pretty, pretty big production I made about <laughs> hockey. You did. And so tell us about the hockey piece. Both of my sons have played high-level hockey and, you know, traveling everywhere. But the younger one, he was playing provincial here in Winnipeg, and um, he was drafted to the the uh, MJ here in Manitoba. And he was out in Verdon and different places. And then, you know, something came up. It was, you know, the, the start of the new year. And someone approached him about uh, going in the WHL, but not, it's a WHSL. It's not the WHL in like Canada. But this is a funny thing. When we had the reading, you were saying, oh, I see, you know, your son here and you knew about hockey, which blew my mind. And then you always said, you're going to be traveling, he's giving me his passport, but I see him going south. You said like west. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, like B.C.? And you said, no, not B.C. And here's me again. Oh, Bernice. (laughs) There is no hockey down that way. Like, I mean, I know there is. But, you know, we were so into the WHL, like, thinking that way. Yeah. You know, it was kind of funny. And I wrote it down. I thought, okay, Bernice. And you said, no, no. Like, I see palm trees. Like, and I went, okay, well, that's nice. I'm supposed to mention the States. You're going there. You know, it's really interesting because I feel like you might be going there with a group and, or a tournament or a group or a, something to the States and that, uh, to stay in hotels, like where you're going, mm-hmm. staying in hotels, but you're not going just by yourself. Do you have somebody who plays in tournaments? And that's another weird question. I'm sorry. Do you play, did you join the ladies league or something? Okay. There's somebody playing in tournaments, and I'm supposed to talk about this as well. Like, they're playing sports in a tournament. He's leaving here. This is my prediction. He is going to wind up uh, being drafted or head playing for the Western Hockey League in some way or mm-hmm. out west in some way. There's an offer coming to him. Yeah, he's going to Verdon. Okay. Bigger. We don't know if it'll be this fall or next fall. Bigger? Yeah. <laughs> really? You'll see. In seven years' time, he's playing. He's in the U.S. So I don't know. He's not here. Really? Uh, he'll also, this one I'm going to say, he'll actually play here. He'll play overseas in Europe in some way uh, with the hockey league, uh, maybe Western or AHL, something like that. Uh, and then he'll wind up. He could go far with whatever he's playing. And sure enough, so that was the spring. Yeah. You know, hockey was ending. Uh, late summer there, midsummer, we got a call from this team out in California. And they're the WSHL. This Ontario Avalanche is called. Do you believe it, Ontario? Like a Canadian? Their farm team is in California. Yeah, there's an Ontario, California. Oh, okay. I get it now. Yeah, and so they were called the Ontario (laughs) Avalanche. And they use the Anaheim Ducks um, practice facilities. Big, You know, everything in the States is over the top. Like everything. And I was like, I was shocked. And I said, well, Jesse, what do you want to do? I mean, this is kind of neat. And it's like, it's like, um a hockey junior a hockey there yeah. and so we thought maybe that will lead to college or something in the states so he ended up going and it was just a big whirlwind and he stayed with the manager um, he stayed in the hills in San Bernardino he was going to Vegas every second weekend with the team because they yeah. played Vegas they played yeah. in Utah 
such a great experience for him. So you were right on the money, and he was out there for a year, a year and a bit. Oh, my. He lived out there. Yeah. Oh, wow. And wow. he still goes and visits all the time. Well, that's that's I think amazing. he's probably going to live there. Right. I said, just get something for the mom. <laughs> I need a granny shack there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that was unbelievable. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy prediction. So sometimes, right? Sometimes when you're telling me this, I kind of go, oh, well, write that one down. But I just, it was so far out of my thinking, like the range. I just, you know. And that's... then when that happened, I just went, oh, my goodness. Again. Well, you know, so. that's been the gift and the burden for me because ever since I was a little kid, I knew I could see in future because I knew I saw it already. I already knew it. I already knew what was going to happen. I already, I, in fact, when I was a kid, I saw myself as an adult, right? Wow. Freaked me out because even the color of my hair, I was really like, I could see it where I was. In fact, in the third story of a house, I had a three-story house, in fact, and in my, as I had a vision of myself when I was a kid, as an adult, I was standing in the top floor of this house, and it turned out to be actually my bedroom in this wow. house I had later in my late 30s. Wow. Yeah, and so I'm a clairvoyant. That's actually my gift, and I know I am because 30 some odd years of my readings have been recorded and I insist on it because I know in the moment people are looking at me blankly like this lady's crazy. There's no way that's going to happen. There's no way. I don't see it. I don't see it. And it's because we don't yeah, see it. No. And now I get that information. If you can imagine like a download, like the moment I think of you, I literally have another hundred thoughts about you that all turn out to be what's going on around you. Wow. If you can imagine. So if you touch me or I touch you, I'm like, I know it's like, I know. And when you ask me questions about things, I already kind of know mm -hmm. like what we're, you know, or I'll see, I'll see the vision of it. Like the palm trees, palm trees are not where I live. So I know it's not here. Um, I don't always know exactly except for, and it's almost like you're seeing it in your mind's eye. So I, like I'm sitting here across from you talking now, it would be like, I would see just like this, except for behind you, I would see something else. And so it shows up as downloads and it shows up as many, many thoughts, not just um, one singular thought. And mm -hmm. so I try to relay them all. And so sometimes when I say, yeah, I'm the hockey and the ponderings and the going south and if we zone in and we say, okay, you start asking me questions and going, okay, so what, what does the van look like? What's that? I encourage people to do that because it helps me see deeper into it. Mm -hmm. Like as opposed to just skimming across the top right. and what parts do I pick out of all of this to tell her? I've literally got 45 minutes in this reading. What do you need me to tell her? When dead people show up in your reading, like your uncle Ed show up kind of insistent, they create incredible anxiety in me. Like they urging me. It's yeah, like a right. constant, yeah. like my, it's like having a, uh, a cell phone keep vibrating like someone's trying to get a hold of you and you're like okay I feel the vibration I get it yeah. I get it like okay what do you want me to okay you're showing me this the van you're not supposed to drive in the van and yeah. the truth is is that your dead people are perfect their souls are with God they're in a realm of souls their vibration there's no emotion because emotions are proteins released from your brain mm -hmm. chemical reactions neuroplasm your brain Spirit is pure 
energy. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. It only changes. It doesn't dissipate. You know, right. it only yeah. changes forms. Yeah. And so I find that when that energy shows up, it's a very different energy than just my own ego in my head or my own consciousness talking to me. It feels very much like anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I feel something coming as opposed to I can feel it in my gut. You know what I mean? Because anxiety doesn't start in my gut. I know my own energy. It starts outside of me. And it's someone else's energy trying to get my attention. Right. Right? Yeah. And when you tune into that anxiety, it forms pictures. It forms sounds, words, ideas, like a vibration would communicate something to you, Mm -hmm. like a white noise. And so when, like Uncle Ed busting in, it actually transforms into visual for me. So if we do a medium session, like we've done a seance session, we've talked about that, and that'll be such an exciting mm-hmm. episode because there was like flashlights were going on and off. People were answering us through through different modalities. So in this, this session, the flashlight would literally go on and off to answer us. No one's touching the flashlight. It's sitting on the fireplace mantle. In this session, we use different ghost apps and things and sound boxes like spirit boxes that create from that vibration in the room, they produce words. And yeah, that's not, you know, okay, whatever in itself, it could mind your phone. But when it answered us and it told us to yeah. do specific things, <laughs> yeah. that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And then um, the messages that come through on a table, I use another form of language and energy where I build my own spirit table or they message in my mind. And so I have to be very careful not to go on the table with people at times because it's my energy. I'm only the medium. I can only channel the energy. And so instead of all my dead people showing up, because my mom was like, I'm in here. I'm coming to talk. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I love you, mom, but mom, not, not the, now's not the time. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> right? oh. We're here to talk to Jim, the dead guy. And so, which will come up in that recording. And so in those sessions, that's a very different energy. That's a vibration that comes in. That's, that, uh, so it moves things. It, it could be very on and off, like binary, one, zero, one, zero, on, off, on, off, or it can actually move things very analog, right? And so that came to, in that space we were in with you, tell us about just a little bit about what's going on in your house in the session. What, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? I definitely know there's probably a number of spirits there. We discovered the one, which was kind of um, attached to my husband in a roundabout way but uh you know even besides that like I have visitors coming and going all the time oh your grandfather is a pretty pronounced one as well and yeah. you also have a lot of orbs that show up oh, on your on your video in bed with her oh yeah <laughs> and the cat and the cat is on guard at all times sometimes I have the camera downstairs it will take stills three in the morning you'll see a big you know glowing rod yeah right by the fireplace, a lot of activity right by the fireplace or that wall in particular. And Dakota likes to go, my cat likes to go up there and he moves this certain picture, like a frame picture. And it's quite heavy, but he moves it with his paw and he's always looking behind it. And I always thought for sure way back before I really knew about my visitors, he would do that. And I would always think he was just trying to get me up and upstairs to feed him or he'd tell me when it was bedtime and want me to go to bed. But meanwhile, I figured out later that he was trying to show me there were things behind there constantly that he could see that I couldn't, obviously. 
always things happen to me. I'd hear things, um, street lights, like all these crazy things have always happened through my whole life. And I think that somehow these people, what I just say, they think I can do more maybe than I can. Maybe they think I can see them, hear them. I definitely can sense them. And so, yeah, that's when I started being uh, Lisa, private investigator, <laughs> and I would take out my phone and just click it on video all like, you know, so they wouldn't see that I was doing it. I pretend I was on my phone and I would do it and lift it up. And yes, um, I I know the difference between dust particles yeah. and orbs. Yeah. But yeah, there's some crazy, crazy video I have, which I've shared with you too. Oh, yes. And um, when we do the seance piece, there was so much, even just from video that was coming through and, and when they were able to mess with their electronics, yes. when they're able oh. to. So those are all some big stuff that we're definitely going to talk about. And just yeah. to answer your question about they must think I can hear them. Yeah, that's why they're showing up. And it's funny because I've sort of brought Lisa into my uh, seance group and now we're having seances at other people's haunted houses <laughs> together and so she's very gifted at holding dowsing rods and communicating Ooh. with spirit so just to back to this this sort of final reading that we had there was a piece that wasn't in this reading but I had talked about your mom mm-hmm. tell me about what happened yes. there I think that was a little later reading we had probably mm-hmm. in it was during COVID time because it okay. was uh by zoom okay and uh and you had mentioned about, um, how's your mom? And I said, oh, yeah, she's fine. And you said, you know, she has to be careful with her leg. Something with her leg. Um, tell her not to climb on any stools or anything like that. You definitely saw something happen to her leg. And then here's Lisa again. All right, tell her not that down. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, my mom's pretty careful. She doesn't do anything crazy. I thought, no, I can't see, you know, but. Hey, that's the way it is. But I said, thank you, Bernice. I'm writing that down. And I didn't say anything to my mom because, you know, you don't want to say anything. And then she's going to trip because she's thinking about it. Or yeah. something. So I thought, no, I don't need to tell her that. I can't see my mom climbing anything. But I thought if she tells me she's going to be taking the ladder up to do something, I'm going to tell her no. Yeah. But I'm not going to say anything. So anyway, so a year passed. Well, what is it now? Like, so this happened in 2021. So a year later, yeah. a little more than a year she said to me one day that her leg hurts and I didn't put two and two together yet. And I said, well, what do you mean? What did you do? I don't know. Maybe I turned too fast or something. I didn't really do anything. And so this has been going on for the last six months. She's had this leg problem. Mm. And then I remembered one night I'm just lying in bed and I was thinking about my mom thinking, geez, could it be a muscle problem or, and then it dawned on me and I thought of you right away and I went, And I sat right up and I went on my phone and I went back to that recording and I found it. Yeah, it was pretty shocking. And so I did tell my mom about it later. I said, look, you know, I just want to let you know that this is something you have to take care of. And actually, you know, and my mom knows of you (laughs) and my mom used to talk about you. I said, Bernice did see that she would hurt your leg. So, you know, um, you have to be careful. And, you know, it'll be fine, but you just have to take care of it. But she just went to Pan Am the other day, actually, okay. to the clinic, and she saw a specialist. And, uh, yeah, so he said, yeah, they took x-rays, and it's fine, but there's something to do with the muscle, and they're very unusual, yeah. and it will heal in time. He gave her exercises to do. 
So you know what? But that she was like right on the money again. And yeah. I thought, wow. Yeah. Well, I, you, you saw that. And it is it is very profound. Like it is in her life now. I don't know if it's ever going to leave. Yeah. And, well, yeah. spirit wants us to see those things as signposts again. Like yeah. that's otherwise I sometimes even myself, I question why they tell me certain things and not others. Like mm. I wonder why they tell me you know, only part of the information or they didn't tell me the whole, like, I don't know sometimes why, yeah. but like, oh, she, she'll have a chronic injury that becomes a blah, blah, mm-hmm. and, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but I'm, I'm glad she thinks like she's on it. She's yeah. taken care of yes. it. And that's what I think what spirit wants in the end of it anyways, for her to take care yeah. of it, yes. not to ignore and you know it. Maybe it could have been worse if she was going up on mm-hmm. a ladder or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. she avoided that. It was just mild. So, well, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And so just to to kind of go back to your sons again, your guy who's in sales, your older one there, he's right now just trying to find his way through. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do think that there's some good stuff in front of him. And in terms of your mom, we're going to keep an eye on the weakness on her leg, mm-hmm. right? And your other son, is he going to go to the U.S.? Hmm, let's think about that. You know, it's interesting because is he in the business of sport now? No, no. Interesting. Yeah, he's in the middle of the oh, a little back to school. Hockey's done because you know you yeah. max out at twenty-one, and he's yeah. twenty. He could have, you know, with COVID, he couldn't go back I, to the states. So. I'm going to make a prediction today in this podcast that mm-hmm. I think he's going to have an opportunity to be in the business of sport, wow. and that could be in any sort of like maybe not playing, mm-hmm. but coaching part of being a like something in the business of sport. Is still there for him. Interesting. Okay. Doesn't matter if he goes takes an electric, electrical trade or whatever. Yeah. I don't think so. I think um, the business of sports is still there for him. That's great. So it doesn't have to be as the player, but I see yeah. some success there too. Okay. That's well, great. thank you, Miss Lisa, and we will thank definitely you. chat again in future. Well, thank you to Lisa for sharing her experiences with us, and thank you to you for listening to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found magic and wisdom in it, please leave us some stars in a review or share it with someone you think might enjoy it. If you're a previous client and would like to share your story on the show, please contact us through our website. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. So many years has gone by, but I think about you, about you all the time. Thanks for joining us. For social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice, visit BerniceBissonPsychic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember, spirit has your greatest good at heart, your soul is light, and you are valued. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.